So what kind of tea do you have? Um, coffee. <laughs> Blasphemy. <laughs> well, see, I said I was low on mint tea. It turns out there's just no mint tea. And I was like, oh, I could make some old grape, but I didn't know where it was. Hmm. So mm. I I sipped the Satan juice. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I like a good coffee. Um, I was looking for some peppermint tea because I felt like it was would be very minty. Yeah, for... it was like we're both low on the mint juices. Yeah, I ended up finding like a green tea with spearmint. So, still minty. Yeah, still very minty. But, um, yeah, so what's in Pursue Ascension? What? <laughs> what's in follow-up? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> what, what did you call it in this? Pursue Ascension. Pursue... I... I... <laughs> I was very confused. I was going to ask you what that meant. Oh, I see. So you've put... Oh, right. A single digit. Yeah, yeah. So I guess this is the last single digit episode we'll ever do i see oh wow that's hmm it's almost like like your 10th birthday and you think like huh wow it feels like there should be something more to you know honor that this is like last year being a single digit and then you realize that age is arbitrary and no one cares yeah it's just a number but mm. it's uh prison just a building <laughs> what God, that's such a never mind <laughs> Not talking um, about age. I'm just, I'm just saying. This is <laughs> podcast number nine. Yeah. So goodbye, single digits. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, goodbye. don't say goodbye yet. We're still. We're just starting this. No one. goodbye. This is this is episode nine point one. The episode's over. Yeah, that's it. Bye. <laughs> it's nice knowing your single digits. Just kidding. But, um, yeah, so for a quiz, last time we had a quiz, it was between dogs and fruit, and we did dogs, but do you wanna, should we do the fruit um, feeding? Yeah. <laughs> All right. You're just in, a, just in a hurry here, get moving on through this. I mean, unless you had anything else to follow up on? Uh, no, I'm just stalling, because I don't remember where I put the link. <laughs> It's like, uh, what's, um, mm. Mm, this mm. oh, wait, okay, here it is. I bookmarked it. Oh, nice. I was like, did I not send it to you at some point? Yeah. No. Hmm. Fair enough. Alrighty. Goodbye. You want to make sure it's the same fruit quiz that I was looking at last time. Okay. What fruit f- matches your personality? Which of the following hobbies sound, oh boy. What, which of the the following hobbies sounds the most interesting? Not which ones you do, which ones are interesting, okay? Scuba diving, bungee jumping, rock climbing, tool too risky. Well, I think it's which one, like, interests you most. Like, which one yeah. could you see yourself doing? Um, Scuba diving. I mean, I like doing aqua-based things. I'm going to go with rock climbing, because um, I'm good at climbing on things. I don't. Yeah, I was, was going to say rock climbing for the same reason. I do like the... It's like a 
doing lots of mini puzzles in your head where you have to find where to put your hand where. Yeah. And so I'm maybe... also, like, I'm pretty light, so it's, like, easy for me to, like, fling my body course, around. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, scuba diving as well it sounds fun. Cause it's yeah. Like... yeah, but I'm, like, personally, I'm pretty bad at swimming, so scuba diving yeah, is a little yeah, bit scary enough. for me. Um, I'm all right at swimming. Yeah, I mean, you I mean, yet a... again, there is the fear that you look down and there's endless nothing. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of cool, though. Yeah, being completely surrounded by everything and nothing. Um, I'll go for scuba diving mainly because, yeah, you like water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bungee mean... jumping just doesn't seem too appealing. Um... I mean, it feels like something you 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 do once to say you've done it. Yeah, I hear it's bad for your spine as well. Yeah, so there's like the like there's like the chance the cable wraps around your neck and fun not so fun stuff happens at the end. Well, sure. I mean, you could die uh, doing any of those three things. Well, yeah, you, yeah. That's why uh, there's a uh, it's all too risky option. But pick a more uh, yeah, um, pick a more casual hobby. Hobby, uh, knitting, reading, playing sports, <laughs> playing sports too vague i mean i i'm in mind getting into knitting you know again yeah that sounds peaceful and you know you can listen to great podcasts while you're doing it such as the mdp yeah i'm sort um, of torn between <laughs> knitting kn- knitting and reading i mean it feels like i don't do reading as a hobby as much as it's just a thing like it's just like a like it's like i don't watch movies as of a hobby i just watch movies yeah. I haven't made a hobby out of reading, it's just a... Yeah, I feel you. Knitting feels more like a hobby. Because reading is just sort sp- of an activity. Yeah. Um, probably just do playing sports. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for knitting. Alright, cool. Playing sports. Click. Pick a savoury slash salty food. So we have fries, burgers, steak, chips, popcorn, pretzels, pizza, tacos. Oh, they put... oh lots of options on this one. They put my two favorite snack foods right next to each other, popcorn and pretzels. And I don't... I always appreciate when quizzes have multiple numbers of options in their questions. Like, I think it's it's way too simple to have, you know, four possible results and there's four answer choices for every question. But now there's all this new stuff. Sorry. But yeah, I don't know. Like, currently, I just had some pizza, but I wouldn't mind like a... A bag of like popcorn, or maybe a big bag of pretzels. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Pretzel sounds. I'm in the mood for pretzels, so I'll go pretzels. You gotta assume the chips are crisps as well, because it says fries yeah, I, as a yeah. separate. Yeah, yeah, I do. Cause this is and because yeah, the yeah, I'm pr- probably but... between burger and chips, but I think I'm gonna go chips. Cool. Okay, pick a sweet food. Uh, fruit, ice cream, chocolate, cake, uh, chocolate, comma, cake, <laughs> donut, cookies, candy, no thanks. Uh, I don't know, candy's kind of like a broad term. Um, you know what, I wouldn't mind some like Ben and Jerry's or Hagen dazs ice cream right now. Well, maybe just a tub of like, no. Sainsbury's brand. Just a tub of donuts. Um, just, just a big old tub of cake. <laughs> just a tub of donuts. 
mug cake's quite nice. But um, anyhow. Yeah, no, food is one of those things where it's, like, more what I'm feeling at the moment instead of... Oh, yeah, sure. Instead of, like, oh, I always have this one thing I go for. So, I'm gonna go for ice cream because I'm feeling like having a big old... Goop yeah. of frozen cream. Yeah. So, uh, pick a name. So, Julius, Steph, Josh, Amy, Mia, Lily, Stu, and Billy. Huh. Well, hmm. Uh. Or Steph. Is it. Yeah, no. No, mind. I mean, like, Billy. But, like, just. It's a very <laughs> yeah. memeable name. I don't know which one. Oh. I should go with, though. Yeah, these all seem like. Billy seems to be the only one that kind of sticks out. Because when you meet someone, they're not. They're normally not. They don't. You don't meet many Billys, but you meet more like Stews and Joshes. Joshes. It's a tricky one. Oh, yeah, because that's an aggressive mug, but no, sorry. Um, I think we just got to go for Billy. An aggressive mugging. Is that what you just said? <laughs> yep. That, that, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I'll go for Billy. I'm stuck between. Okay, my finalists are Josh, Amy, and Lily. Hmm. Uh, one's a plant, one's a biblical character name, and the other is a Doctor Who sidekick. <laughs> I was kind of thinking of that, yeah. yeah. Wasn't going to say it, but... Mean. Um, no, I'll go, with, I'll go with Lily, why not? Alrighty. Last one. What's your mental age... I. 2000. Your mental uh, age. Well. Nine podcasts. Well, last time I took it, I took one. It said I I took like took it three times. and got three different results. So I kind of averaged them, and I got like probably the closest was 27, I think. But this question looks like it wasn't meant to be taken seriously, so. <laughs> Oh, that could be a thing. Uh, we could try and uh, yeah. We we do a Buzzfeed quiz by doing a Buzzfeed quiz for each question. Yikes! Like sure. this one's like, yeah. what is your mental age? And we go find a quiz that will tell us what age yeah. we are. I need a lot of setup, but I think we have. Um... <laughs> yeah, that would be like a you full... have something cutting coming up. Where if we have, well, we'll have a large a lot of time space with. Mm, maybe, maybe. I don't Maybe. know. D- depends how it's... How, yeah, how it Something to out. think about for the future. But I just like the appeal of 34,908. Just like, it's like a, one of these things is not like the other. Yeah. Um. Right, as soon as you click it, I guess close your eyes and then... Um, uh, I'll go with 27, because I feel like I my mental age skews a little bit older. Right. Yeah, sure, uh, why not? Yeah. Okay, so... It's mine. Alright, um... Okay, what did you get? Just because fruit names are hard. I got an orange. And you want to read the little subtext? It's a color, it's you're but also again. a fruit. Great. Oh, right, mm-hmm. it has a description. Um, yeah. You live a pretty standard... Wow, thanks. And straightforward life. You're calm and... You tend to shy away from the spotlight. 
I'm an orange. Oh, but orange is my favorite color. How do you do this to me, Buzzfeed? Um, so I got a banana. Um, <laughs> and this makes me sound like I have schizophrenia because it says I. It's almost like I have a split personality. That's the yikes from me, chief. Um, because of that, people never really know what. Um, sorry, I can't read. Because of that, people never really know what to think of you. You're often pretty shy, but then at other times you're you're super outgoing. Like, why is that scarily... It, they just pick general terms that everyone feels like they are. It's based on... Like, the dog quiz was like, Oh, you're a friendly dog that does the bark. Wow, look at you. Look at you go, you little I mean, boy. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, the it's, reason I'm like, oh wow, that I I feel that, but that's just, but like, it just <laughs> it's weird because it's like a just the a vague phrase, but it feels like because they've we've done like a quiz with several different questions, it's like, I mean, it's interesting actually looking into like the psychology of um yeah, they are kind of quizzes. they are kind of vague and they like like a fortune teller yeah. like sort of just you find like your own meaning for it you know mm. but like yeah like all those yeah that being said like for the dog one like mine straight up called me short said you're short <laughs> yeah and, mine, <laughs> and it's like it wouldn't yeah. have made as much sense if uh if we'd gotten each other's you know yeah um I guess the height difference of the banana and the orange stays similar, so... <laughs> I mean, this one's... The fruit quiz here is saying that basically I'm, like, boring and straightforward and you're, like, all over the place. Yeah. And hard to read, um, which is, like, maybe a description for our roles in this uh, podcast, yeah. but that's also... Maybe not. Yeah, that's also, like, a pretty vague interpretation. <laughs> No, I think we should let a random online quiz dictate our personalities. What? what? Yeah. Uh, we have quite a few things on the show notes. Where do you want to start exactly? Um, we can start at the top. Okay. Work our way um, down. Yeah. Um, as of recording a week ago or so. Was oh, it a week ago? Right. There's been a fire. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, since well, we recorded the last episode. Well, there's... Yeah. Um, <laughs> Do you want to talk about n- that? No, nah, I'll, I'll, I'll save that for just until everything's properly done. <laughs> for, fair. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> don't um, prematurely... Clearly, the what I was talking about was, was... Uh, Notre Dame. Yep. Yep, Notre Dame de Paris. Um, but there was, like, this whole big thing where people like oh well ubisoft has offered to help because they have a full mapping for when they did uh ac unity and it's like mm, uh, no because like why would they and two i f- it, i think france already has like there is already 3d models already and <laughs> everything in there has been fo- fo- uh, like photographed and scanned and every like small bit is mapped out somewhere yeah yeah i think um, they've probably got it under control but, but i mean ubisoft i think they donated half a million to the rebuilding course and then for a week they allowed you to download and play 
um, Assassin's Creed. Well, it was just Assassin's Creed Unity was free for like a week, but you could still like it. Yeah, um, it was like on a discount thing. Hmm. Um, but it's just interesting how like quickly the rumor seemed to spread out from an article saying, "Oh, they could possibly do this because they the people who researched into building the map of Assassin's Creed Unity spent years." going back and forth between um, the Ubisoft headquarters in Paris and taking photos and making full 3D models. Right. That's like, but that was already, that's already been done. But then it kind of got blown out of proportion in a way by another article that kind of hyped up the other article a bit. Yeah, Um, it's like, it's something about, I guess it's like clickbait culture. With articles? Yeah, yeah. Where it's like you want your headline... I was just scrolling through Twitter and it was like, how Assassin's Creed can save Notre Dame. Yeah, exactly. You want your headline to, like, outdo the previous one. Yeah. And you're also, like, constantly looking for new, like... Stories to grab Stories and, like, new trending stories. So you just... Someone posts something and then you're immediately stealing it and trying to make the headline even more attractive than theirs. It's like... This is, uh, yes. like, uh, how stuff gets blown yeah. out of proportion, like, 101. <laughs> yeah, and it's quite obvious that Ubisoft is doing this, like, a bit, like, for clout and for just a good rep. Because it, they definitely weren't going to do it unless this whole Assassin's Creed could save all of Paris and we all live on Mars and all happily ever after. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, yeah. But it's, I think but, it's the know, kind of thing where it's, like someone was like hypothetically this might be useful and then someone else was like would you offer your services to help them and it's like and the person's like well yeah if they if they needed that if they didn't like if they wanted the help if they didn't already have their own models to work from uh yeah of of course we would you know and then people take that as like ubisoft offers to help like whatever like yeah it's like, no, you ask them if they would, if they were asked. That's, yeah. That's very different from, like, you know, barging in and yeah. offering your services. Yeah. So, um, I just thought it was quite interesting how it was seemingly like not long after the fire this had blown up. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's cooled down now. Um, yeah. And it was just a yeah. crazy social media storm kind of story. Yeah. And it is a big yeah. deal, I mean, like, it's yeah, it's huge uh, to, like, religion and history and architecture, like, this is a, yeah. a big loss, but it's just one of those things that caught social media in just the right way to where it's, like... Yeah, of course. Um, everyone has some kind of story associated with it. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. So, uh, so what's up next? <laughs> Witty transition. <laughs> so... Yep. Any uh, changes on the sleep front, as far as you're concerned? Um, well, since getting back to school, I've had to keep my 6.30 till 10 schedule. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that seems to be going well. Again, all the good slaps. Sometimes, I've recently been getting those nights where I just, no matter what I do, I can't get to sleep um, until, like, midnight. And then, some, finally, something just clicks and I fall asleep. Um... But yeah, no, my sleep schedule's been fine. Right. How have you been? How's your attempt of fixing yours? <laughs> well, 
immediately after the previous episode went up, I started uh, sleeping like two hours a night and then like staying up and oh my and then like sleeping in oh. the middle of the day and it oh, got horrifically like off schedule as soon as that episode yeah. came out. Very, the very bad. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, as of recording this, mm. uh, I can say, because I've actually been doing a bit of simple time tracking uh yeah the past month or so yeah and i can i can see like a consistent block of time where i've been sleeping like seven hours or so a night which is like it's it's, you know my target i guess yeah that yeah that's good to hear yeah so uh we'll see if that yeah next episode you're just like a zombie lives off yeah adrenaline and epinephrine yeah it could also be partially because we procrastinate on recording these so long that yeah like the day or two before an episode comes out it's like i I can't really afford to sleep (laughs) all right yeah sometimes it depends on how close we cut it i think last episode was particularly close so that probably had something to do with it yeah because it's like once you get off schedule it's, it's hard to get back on the weird thing with our podcast is like if we record it too early in the month it feels like our everything we've said instantly becomes irrelevant by the time it comes out the next month yeah but then if we do it too late <laughs> it leads to tired scar um though and depends who's doing the mbbc or tired wabbles um mm-hmm. so yeah mm-hmm. but um yeah so yeah, um it's been good that you've been uh working on your sleep yeah, slightly better. I did have a... I remember thinking about it uh, at the time that I should mention it on the podcast. Um, oh, yeah? But I didn't write it down, so I, I don't remember any of the specifics now. Um, yeah, yeah. But I did have a dream involving um, an animal attack of some kind. I don't remember it now, though, but I, fe- I have like this feeling that I did. Because I remember thinking, oh, I should mention that. You had a another one? yeah. Oh, wow. That's... I mean, I've also... It's not like that's the only kind of dream I have. Uh, <laughs> I've had, like, a slew of dreams since now and since the last time we talked about it. You just close your eyes and you wake up in a room surrounded by animals. <laughs> but, yeah. No. Um, uh-huh. No, I mean, they're mostly just weird, nonsensical stuff. Like, I, I yeah. had a dream I was, like, on a bus and I, someone died right. and left people floppy disks and then i was on the oh, roof oh, of the bus right. and then it's like 13 reasons why but and it was a double decker bus and i think i was in Ooh. london and we were like driving through town and i was on the roof for some reason <laughs> and right. uh there was explosions but it was like fake explosions and i realized it was because they were filming and then i saw idris elba uh <laughs> right Oh, oh, uh, more recently, my most, I think my most recent dream, uh, I was, I was, uh, Rhett and Link were doing some kind of, uh, like, public interaction for the sake of one of their videos that they were going to make. And going back Um, to the home state. And I was just, like, walking, yeah, I I just sort of, like, walked into it, but, like, I knew who who they were, and and I was just, like... I remember being really funny and just like ripping into them a bit 
in the video. And I was like, oh, that's that's such a weird uh, cameo that just occurred. And yeah. I remember thinking I should really like get something. I should throw something together that I can plug. Yeah. Uh, since I'm about to get yeah. this big like uh, spotlight on this like popular YouTube channel. Yeah. Of and then I was like, no, wait, that didn't really happen. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I can go back to doing nothing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, that's sure one hell of a story, uh, dream. Um, yeah, yeah. I could I go, I could go into more detail. Nah. I remember having an interesting, well, as interesting a dream can be, and when I went to go tell someone about it, and then as soon as I opened my mouth, every detail about the dream I had just instantly forgotten, and I was like, never mind. <laughs> yeah. And it was like something involving, like, a board game, and... Yeah, I've, it's completely gone now. Yeah, no, they go they go really fast if you don't. Yeah, if um, you don't record them more. Yeah, I think I just, like... I still remember dreams when I was, like, three years old. Um, I remember like a that. few that I had when I was really young, but I... Yeah. I think the only reason I remember them is because I remember telling my brother about them. Mm, I think I maybe remember, like, probably telling it. Yeah, and that's probably how m- most dreams are remembered just because we remember telling someone about them yeah but it's like if you don't write it down or or message someone or like tell someone about it like immediately you probably just won't remember it at all so i'll ask you about this dream in a month and you'll have no idea what i'm going on about yeah well no i the only reason i remember uh like the retin link one is because like i owe you i woke up and like checked my phone and saw someone had messaged me and i just like messaged them like a paragraph ramble about my yeah. dream. <laughs> she um sometimes I have this thing where my dream will end really sadly or it will be like something annoying or bad and then I'll wake up and I'll be like oh it's just a dream. <laughs> Phew. I thought I was actually being interrogated by Hitler the T-Rex. Oh boy. Mm. Um yeah. Yeah. Actually most of the dreams I had especially in the last couple of weeks was it's weird like going back to school because i don't actually mind school it's just the feeling of having to go back to school is the thing i actually dread more weird um and it feels like this like this overbearing just dread of not having any free time kind of carried into my dreams so i'd wake up and like have like it would be a dream where i would have like piles of homework to do and i only had a couple minutes to do them Mm. and then i remember being stressed and packed in the dream and then just waking up and like it's saturday um i've been going about my business but it's it's weird yeah i don't school itself is fine it's just the idea of school is scary (laughs) yeah that's the that's how i could say it best yeah i think i and i think i get that feeling um i think that's sort of similar to people who it's like when you do one activity all day right that's that sort of becomes all your brain can think about and you start anticipating like i hear it's like a common thing with people who have been playing a lot of tetris right it's like they start they're not even playing a game of tetris but in their head they start thinking about like blocks falling and like where they would put it oh the tetris effect yeah yeah it's like oh like if i had a t block right now i know exactly where i would put it it's like no you don't you're not playing tetris right now but it's like your brain (laughs) is just ready and 
And that, I think, yeah. can carry over into dreams. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know for... Yeah, I remember, like, when I first started right. using Discord a lot, I was using it, like, really, really heavily. Um, partially because... Uh, oh, I see. Yeah. I Can imagine had, like, no other social really interactions going on at the time. Um, <laughs> like, I... Yeah. <laughs> like, a healthy human living on their own, never leaving their house. Um, but, yeah, I remember having... I remember, like, having some dreams where I was, like, yeah. using Discord I, well, in, I in my sleep. Hang and then I, was, I would wake up and be like, no, what? I didn't... <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah. Was that a conversation that happened in yeah. real life? Or was that one I, <laughs> that, that I was is, just that is quite dreaming surreal. about, yeah. like, typing? Um, like, weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's Probably. when, you know, you've been going too hard on something. Um, yeah. Been and a... sometimes that thing is uh, school and homework. Not really related to dreams, but uh, yeah. I was thinking about this the other day, mm -hmm. and I wrote down a little note to remind myself to mention it. I was thinking about emoji. And in particular, I don't know if it was any recorded anywhere or if it was just conversations I had with people, but I remember... Um, a couple years ago, specifically saying, "Yeah, I, I like I made my demands." Of course, yeah. like everyone does, for what emoji I felt needed to be added, and I will say my demands have been met and my expectations have been exceeded. Yeah, because because <laughs> mm -hmm. my my three right. my three suggestions were: um, I right. think we need a pie emoji. I think. We need a salt shaker emoji. Of course. And um, I would like a raccoon emoji. Better and I raccoon. figured pie and salt were fairly likely. And I didn't think I didn't think we would get a raccoon anytime soon. Um, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but I want but I wanted one. So that, that was my list. And I was just I was thinking about emoji the other day and I was looking at it. And yeah. All three of those have now been accepted into Unicode and whatnot. Well, if there's any other requests so, you'd like to make, say it now. So the the emoji gods. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to ask you. Is I feel like I, my demands have been met, and I'm I'm wondering, do you think there's any like gaping holes in the Unicode? Maybe a more more variety on doggos. Um, right. Um, more. Yeah, because doggos are pretty varied. Uh, I was trying to find something the other day, and I forgot what it was. Might have actually been a salt shaker. Um, but how would but you yeah. do that? Would you? Well, like they have the different skin tones and stuff for uh, the people. So I wonder if they could do something similar with, or try to do something similar with that. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, like use the same. Yeah. Um, different breeds skin and codes, but for dogs, maybe like and you probably only have like have Labrador Collie, uh, like Labrador Dalmatian yeah. and Alsatian just or something. Have like all the shins, yeah, right. like dog size, like yeah, and just have like universally could... accepted like. This... And then maybe eventually we can have 
all dogs. Yeah. Like this skin coat like goes with terriers. this type of dog. And whatever. Cocker spaniels. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that would we even need. It does seem like there's a lot, a lot of though. processing power, especially with like weird dog breeds. Like my dog is a mix between a collie Plus... and a Labrador, so it's weird how that would work out. Um... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I I almost wonder if should there just be like, uh, oh yeah, yeah, and then they can just like like small doggo, big doggo. Yeah, yeah. Or like maybe um, like or like long hair, short hair. Yeah. Um, um, and then just stuff different like colors, the, um, variations. As most people call it, uh, <laughs> floating businessman, or is, or is it rude boy, you said? Um, which was because it was the logo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. it was like I a think it's officially it's like levitating man or something. But. Um, or it was, yeah, and they used it as an exclamation mark. Um, it was, yeah, yeah. it was two tone. The specials. Mm-hmm. Um, his the technically his name is Walt Jabsko, <laughs> I think. Did I pronounce that right? Uh, <laughs> but of course, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Someone added it right. to Wingdings as yeah, the exclamation point, and that's why he's levitating. I was like, why, why he's supposed to be? I've just been thinking, like, why stop point? that? We could have a emoji for every logo of every company. That well, <laughs> that. Yeah, would be legal to use. Um, like, obeying <laughs> laws of copyright. I guess because it was added into Windings. I feel like it's yeah. less of, like, a logo and more of, like, a um, like a mascot yeah. kind of character. Yeah. It's not there because of... But, yeah, it's 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 there yeah, because it was added into Windings. It's not there a as a... Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, no. First guy. Uh, it's just the movie's one of those weird things... Don't know. I don't think I ever sent you the Tom Scott video for the last time we talked about emoji. Um, I don't know. We'll see if that'll be in the show notes. That goes over the history of emoji and how each character works and everything. That was quite interesting. Hmm. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't. I don't remember. I know we had some in the show notes previously. Yeah. I don't know which ones, but yeah, we're, we'll throw some more in the show notes. But, uh, uh, maybe it's repeats. So maybe it's not. On the topic of social media. <laughs> um. <laughs> on the topic of social media i don't know how much i even want to go into this because i know people have right conflicting opinions um but i have been trying out twitter yeah i never really was big on the on the twitter and then i was like this is what the people are using i better make an account and I'm just, yeah, mm-hmm, I'm just mm-hmm. gonna say, not a big fan. I think there's a lot of things that could be done better. Are you, is it? <laughs> Sorry, I, I I took some notes, but I right. think I was angry I, I when was I was taking say, these notes. Just like, <laughs> it's just a lot of like cursing. Right. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I do feel like everyone uses it because everyone uses it, mm-hmm. and not mm-hmm. because it's good. Yeah. Um, necessarily, you know. I don't think people are like, oh, Twitter is so much better than Snapstagram. Whatever alternative. I think it's a lot of like, yeah, Twitter is where like, the people no, like, are, so that's where I'm going to go. It's, yeah. Yeah. There's not like, a, there's not very no. uh, equivalent like competitors. So it's exactly. like, doesn't um, necessarily have the motivation to be good. 
it, um, people are kind of half excited about the Epic Store because like everything needs competition to be better. They're trying to one up everyone every time, right? And that yeah. people think uh, that's going to compete with Steam. Yeah, or... and if, like it could, or give them just something to worry about so they can get their act together. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know, like, Discord wants to do that, too, um, and it seems like just about every yeah. developer, A-list developer mm. at this point, has their own launcher of some kind, but I I don't know. I think a lot of them yeah. are kind of garbage. Yeah, and, and Steam, Steam has lots uh, of at least features functional. that have been built on for the past over 10 years now. Yeah. I don't really know yeah. why everyone was like so late that would, to, the, need to, do it to the game. With but... Steam as well. I guess EA tried, but no one likes Origin. Yeah. It's you would yeah you would have thought like the big companies because like Valve yeah, is that... actually like not that big when you're talking about like like EA or other people Ubisoft. in the video game market. It's like they've only yeah they've only like grown um, yeah. in size because of how That's successful Steam games. is. But I, it's just weird that they were the ones who thought of doing that and made the effort to do it. Rather than, right, yeah. you know, like Microsoft or someone. Yeah, or like EA. Or... Clearly much bigger. Actually, EA do have one, but no one cares. Yeah, or even, <laughs> yeah, if you're talking about smaller. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Like more game development. That's, but you would think it would be someone like, um, you know, doing software and stuff. Like, Yeah. But, yeah it's funny how these things work out. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It's... It, it yep. is what it is, but like more competition yeah. would be nice. So we're coming out with um, Blorper, where you blorp on the internet. <laughs> yeah, Blorper. <laughs> is that your Twitter co- competitor? Blorp. I blorped recently I about how uh, we're about we'll the state of workshop Brexit. that. I'm not I'm not <laughs> sure that's a something you should say. You blorped Blorper and the effect it's having on the young generation. It sounds. Stop blurping. Sounds with the kids, somehow Jimmy. inappropriate. <laughs> no, don't. That's <laughs> not blurp on the kids. With the, okay, then with the adults. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I have a whole, I have a whole list. I don't like. Yeah. The way it does YouTube embeds. Um. I don't like the. I don't like like the, the way it displays stuff. Like I think it's. Sometimes it has like extra space between things and then sometimes it has no space and i know there's like there's technically a reason like uh when it tries to show you stuff that like or whatever it says like things you missed have have promotion whatever tiny tiny text in the bottom right yeah it's like or an ad or like uh when it's showing you stuff out of sequence it like puts extra space but it's like either have extra space between each separate tweet or have no extra space and it's like also confusing because there's no there's no extra space when there's when it's a reply, and it's like I know there's a little line to designate it's a reply. Yeah, or sometimes it won't show you the original tweet that the person is replying to, or just show you a standalone reply. And then the yeah, and when you click on when you click on the tweet to see all the replies, it's like it's um, a big dumb stupid. The most recent one is like yeah bigger and, and in a different format. Yeah, and it's like why not just. Why not just make them all look yeah. the same? Oh. I don't understand. I don't know. I don't. I just think it's kind of it's kind of ugly, and it could be 
it could yeah, be better, but be I just don't think they have like, motivation. You know, past five jobs I've had, it's like, you'd be doing... No one cares. Shh. I, mean, I also think, like, uh, just really quick so we can move on to a different topic, because <laughs> I'm sure, like, I'm making people angry. But, like, um, I've, right. I've multiple times I've liked something, and then I see it on my timeline later, and it's not liked. Oh, that's weird. Like, it doesn't, the heart isn't filled in. But then when I click on it, it is. And it's like, that seems like such a basic glitch that yeah. Twitter being a major yeah. um, social media platform shouldn't be just having. Just one little tidbit. Um, I do like what Jack Solomon is currently doing on Twitter, where he will repost the same screenshot of Twitter for Android. Or he's, yeah, that's very funny. Keep doing it. <laughs> what is he doing? It's quite a story of, uh, but he, so he posted a photo of and people started making fun of him for saying Twitter for Android. So then he tweeted Twitter for Android, ever notice how it said Twitter for Android on the bottom. So he took a screenshot of that and reposted it with the caption Twitter for Android, Twitter for Android, Twitter for Android, Twitter for Android. Screenshot that and did that. He's done it every morning since oh, I see. Uh, December 30th of last year. And so it's like yeah, a loop. It's, it's ridiculous how many it's levels looping infinitely. Um, you can have a... Do they not have a... Um official app on android no it's just because of how it says android's for poor people apparently Uh, (laughs) and you're not an epic fortnite winner if you use android (laughs) or something uh i don't know it's a mass conspiracy no um i'm confused yeah but Uh, that's that's all right speaking of twitter um um if you had to trans wait one last (laughs) one last feature feature request (laughs) Um, I say one last feature request. I don't think any of my complaints so far have been feature requests. <laughs> one last Just, thing. Yeah, when you play a right. video, um, which YouTube embeds don't autoplay and it hurts their ability to get likes right, and retweets right. and therefore encourages people to reboot. Yeah. But when you, when you do play a video, um, and you scroll down, like oh, away from plays. it, the audio's... Yeah, no, it still plays for like a second, and then the audio cuts right. out because it pauses yeah. it or whatever. I mean, that's... And I mean that makes would some you want sense. Supposed but... to be more instant, or do you not want it to pause at all? Well, sometimes I want to listen to something. Like sometimes it's like music or a podcast or something, and it's like I want to listen to what it is, but continue scrolling and looking listen, through my I feed. I have the opposite issue with Reddit. I'll be scrolling down, I'll tap a video. I think that's interesting. I'll keep scrolling, and then I'll reopen the app again. So I'll like, oh, I've closed it. Reopen it. It'll be back where I was down my feed. But the video from 50 posts ago will be still playing. And I have to scroll the way back up and pause it. I'm like, huh. what? Why is that happening? It still plays even when you close it and well, no, it, it. still plays when I close it. But when I open my phone, it starts from the clip from the beginning again. <laughs> that is weird and annoying as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, what a lot of, what a lot of sites will do is have a little um like i know tumblr youtube and discord will all do this where they have the little uh mini player thing. video yeah thing so it, yeah. it's like it would be very easy especially on the browser version of twitter of course yeah to have a like where they have those big side blank sidebars that they're not using it's yeah. like just when you scroll down have the video go yeah. into the bottom right corner like it does on youtube or yeah 
Netflix or the <laughs> most well-established social medias have. Yeah, it just it doesn't seem like a crazy feature to me. Yeah, but it's just um, but they have no reason to waste time on conveniences because yeah. I guess they aren't worried about competition. I don't know. Yeah, it feels like we need to we need to stop blooping. Oh, <laughs> we need to start workshopping a better name. Nah, I, a... but I wanna I wanna be hip with the kids and blorp. You, you. I feel like you're gonna get the Rick and Morty audience and no one else. <laughs> I mean, I didn't think about that. I haven't seen Rick and Morty about a a, it, a year. <laughs> yeah, it just feels like a. It does, yeah. Like a wobble of a news flash. Blorping has been banned in several states. Uh, several Blorping. schools across the states. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Damn kids and their blorpers. You so, love um, now, but when me and we, me and Wob start our our, uh, our multi-billion tech startup. dollar tech startup, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so um, speaking of Twitter, Just... you uh, if you had to translate your if you had to translate this tweet. Lock your doors, I'm coming for you. Oh god, the translate, the tweet thing. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> I started, um, speaking of tech companies that people think are all that, that I'm gonna just dunk uh, on. Com- complain about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I finally broke down and, and, and am trying out Duolingo. Ooh, it will. Which I know is, like, a lot of people enjoy. Yeah. It's good. It's a good way to enlighten yourself. Sort of force yourself to practice yeah. foreign language. I mean, it's not like uh-huh. a. It feels like people use it more as like their standalone thing to learn language, when it should be like a company learning a language. Yeah, it should. That's that's my biggest thing about it. Is like it. It absolutely should be to like supplement your learning. But people seem it to think, be... oh yeah, I'm fluent in fifteen different languages because I took a Duolingo course. Like, no one says that. Yeah, like, you shouldn't think. That probably leads to people being very unmotivated when they're bad at a language, but it's like, but I I did Duolingo, I did their course, how could I be bad at this? And it's like, no, no you don't understand, that's useless, stop it. Drop that iPad. Yeah. No. It's, I don't think it's useless. Stop blopping. Um, but I think their, their, like, robot pronunciation things could be better. Yeah. Maybe. Now, yeah, I I haven't used it much, but I remember when I did use it, that was slightly annoying. Um, and my my biggest complaint is that um, I've always been kind of interested in Russian as a, a language, and mm. I was like, oh, I've never done any studying of this language, so I'll I'll pick up like, okay, the the two languages I'm uh, doing on Duolingo right now are French and Russian. Where like French, I like took some classes on in school. And uh, so it it was more like a a refresher for a lot of that basics. Yeah, Yeah. and that was that was it was pretty good for that. Um, Yeah, the Russian though, where I was like, oh, I'll start learning Russian on Duolingo and see how how good it is at teaching. It didn't do any kind of teaching of the the um, alphabet. Yeah, the because Russian is like using the Cyrillic alphabet. Yeah, which I guess it was just expecting me to already know. Yeah, I, I think Duolingo is best going in. I think assume like knowing a little bit about the language already. But yeah, um, yeah, it's not too friendly yeah. to beginners and stuff. But yeah, I just 
I don't know how I'm supposed to know how to pronounce a word if I have in front of me a bunch of letters that I don't know like what what sounds the letters make and the thing hasn't taught me what sounds the letters make right and it's just you, showing it's just showing way, me a word and there's the only like, way you can get the words to that learn how they make sound is by doing the basic things that you might not know yeah like i th- i think they just need to add some like intro to cyrillic alphabet course yeah. that you can take before you take russian <laughs> Yeah, or like a little like thing in the t- corner that you can tap and it like has a little pronunciation chart or something. Yeah, something. Because like it will, I mean the little voice thing will pronounce it for you. But yeah. It's like not very good. It kind of, yeah. it talks fast and like slurs its words and you're like not and sure. it's like, like really robotic. Yeah, you're like, like, is this Cyrillic letter which looks like a B supposed to be pronounced like a V or is that the robot just clipping the front end of its word right like it could be either or i don't know it's a not too reliable system yeah yeah Mm. so wobbles Mm -hmm. we are now living in a post end game world yes as of in the uk this morning at exactly midnight end game had gone live yeah i know someone who went to the midnight screening um right i know people who probably right now at this current moment are coming out of the screaming scream screaming the screening (laughs) uh or no hang on how long is infinity war they're still Uh, watching it i think it's around three hours i don't care about marvel movies anymore but it i don't want to know spoilers for the sake of not knowing spoilers uh, at this point it's just a fun game to me to find out how long I will go without. <laughs> yeah. I think the quickest is, actually, funnily enough, Infinity War, where it's the day after it came out. I was told everything. So it would be interesting to see how long I can keep a clean streak for until it's finally it's sure. put on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My brother does that with uh, the US president. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Where he sees well, how long sounds... he can go without someone telling him who the president is after an election. Uh, so he... Yeah. <laughs> but... Like, I just imagine, like, you talk to your brother and it's like, wow, that really tr- tops <laughs> that last thing, really. <clears throat> it's like, oh, well, no, what are you going to say? Is, oh, no, nothing, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't think he even made it a day, this most recent election. Oh, yeah. Oh. But I think the one before that, he made it a good while because it was mm. like Obama was already in the news a lot. All right, so because he was, yeah. and then it was like when he was going for his second term, my brother was like very uh, disconnected from like the media and stuff. Mm. Mm. And it wasn't till like probably weeks later, where he, or months later, I don't know, where mm. he was just like, "Oh, he, he, I guess he got reelected. Cool, <laughs> like whatever. <laughs> like this affects me zero. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But that's, you know, that's his his style, I guess. Maybe I might try it over, but, like, in England, where it is a bit more easy to avoid, but with um, just the who's who's doing anything at all. Funny enough, I got adverts telling me to vote for Hillary. Um, huh. Yeah, the YouTube algorithm thought I wanted to be advertised. Uh, <laughs> campaigning to... Campaigning to... Campaigning to uh, non-US citizens. <laughs> yeah. This is... This is confirming everything that uh, that the conservatives were afraid of. <laughs> exactly, but yeah, no, that, like that's quite um. 
they're right. offering to get you into the country illegally if you vote for Hillary. Right. Is that what it is? I mean, I didn't think there was a lot of illegal immigration from the UK. But... <laughs> yeah, we, we seem to be quite well off. Well, hmm. speaking of... <laughs> that, that was a weird tangent. But no, what I was going to say yeah. is, yeah, I hope I don't get spoiled on Endgame. I haven't seen it yet. So you've seen Infinity War, haven't you? I have seen Infinity War. I still need to I kinda, see it. I kind of didn't care about Marvel too much, and then um, I ended up seeing Infinity War and Captain Marvel with my family. Right. So I feel like we're going to try and see Endgame together at some point. Yeah. It's um, nice. I mean... So it, it's like suddenly... That's a better you know, reason when, when you see there have been people who... I, I, I said this in a previous episode, when people were just interested in Infinity War because it was yeah. advertised lots and they were like, oh, there's that actor that did a thing and I like him. Um, right. Yeah. Funny enough, he the person they they watched Infinity War four dies. <laughs> so I mean, was there any real point in anything at all? But now they're apparently Marvel fans, which I also talked about in the previous episode. Um, yeah. And I don't know. Same issues I have with it feels just Marvel's Marvel movies have become a bit too like saturated. Is that the right word? Like it's just become overbearing like i remember mm-hmm. talking about watching like thor uh actually thor wasn't that good like watching the iron man movies was kind of like a weird thing to do but like it's it feels like people are now going back to watch all the old mcu movies um but yeah i don't know yeah. I, feel, I still feel like my favorite mcu movies would have to be the iron man um the first three. Oh, there was four wasn't there i haven't seen four i think i've seen the first three though is it four I think there's only three. Is there only three? No, yeah, there's only three. I'm trying. Yeah, it's weird how it works out. But yeah, um, I know what you mean though. Like it's it's become kind of over overbearing. Yeah. But yeah, what I was gonna say is like I don't think they're like good enough to or interesting enough to me personally to like really obsess over them. But yeah, I mean the movies. But something something that makes this sort of thing more interesting is when you do it socially yeah like i like if i do I'm like gonna... the sound of you watching it with your family and you just want to yeah write it like out. if i if we're if we're gonna watch it together like you don't want anyone to know what's gonna happen it's like a, you bond, know, you a family spoilers. bonding experience right because nope. it, it could well also it's like you watch infinity war and then you make all kinds of predictions and then you go and watch Endgame together and you can figure out who who was right and like how close you were and stuff yeah you know it's it's that sort of like social watching experience yeah it feels like i think i think that's where marvel fits into my yeah life, it I feels guess. like the group of people i just discussed uh they have they are going in like a group of six or seven so if yeah. like they are watching it more as a group but they got enticed because of <laughs> because of specific of... actors yeah like yeah. i have a friend uh, i had some like funny. I, there was this one person, which is a really funny example. You asked them seven months ago if they ever seen a Marvel movie, and they say yes because they saw Wonder Woman. Ooh. And then you ask them now, and then they act like a snobby Marvel fan when you say you haven't seen Infinity War. <laughs> yeah, I was like that is mm, my mm. least favorite kind of person. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, oh well, well, hmm, that's it's a yikes from me, Chief. That <laughs> it's like I know that's people one who don't. Yeah, 
It's like I know people who don't care about Marvel or like yeah, don't like, even care that. about like movies that much. Yeah, that's fine. But, but like, if it's you're like, gonna... yeah, just like own that. Just be like, yeah, I'm not like that into. I, I don't get that invested in stories or whatever. It's like that's fine. Yeah, that's you. You know yourself. You know your own personality. But to be like, oh no, I uh, know all about this thing that I just like learned about yesterday. It's kind of, um, yeah, I, I, it feels disingenuous. Yeah, it's like the kid that helps up the kind of people I like to hang around. It's like uh, the kid who helps turn on a computer once and everyone goes to him as he's the IT expert. Yeah, well, and if maybe maybe they are an IT expert. <laughs> but, just so... <laughs> but, but just, I guess every um, situation they've been put in, it's... But if they get super cocky about it... That's yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm the best computer man. Yeah, yeah. I can sort a spreadsheet by... I downloaded a torrent once. I'm a hacker. <laughs> I pressed. I looked into elements to change the views on a YouTube video. Yeah. Fun fact, I got bored and decided to hack Cookie Clicker. That was like when I was eight. I felt super cool holding down the nine key on the number of cookies in my <laughs> on the display. You know what? When you do that, you get a a uh, a bad achievement and you can never get rid of it. Oh. I didn't remember that. I didn't think I got that. Huh. Uh, maybe it was before that was implemented, but... <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do it. Well, Thanks. I say I say a bad achievement. It's like there's achievements in that game, and then there's yeah, like yeah. shadow hidden achievements. Oh, was that one um, of them? I one feels of like the no, no, I'm just gonna is... do that to get the hidden achievement. <laughs> right, one of the hidden achievements is to hack cookies into your game, and people yeah. will say like, "Oh yeah, I just hacked it just to get the hidden achievement," but it's yeah, like at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd rather have all the achievements except for that one. I think not having that achievement is the achievement. Yeah, I guess. That's the way I look at it, anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, you're just, uh... But, mind. You, I mean, yeah, you know how I am about video games. I, yeah. Like a purist masochist who hates mods which make things convenient. <laughs> I mean, when you're playing Gary's mod and you have 15 conflicting compl- mods when whenever you fire a weapon you instantly die, I wouldn't say that's convenient. <laughs> but <laughs> Okay, Gary, Gary's mod is, like, the whole purpose is to, for it to be modded and yeah, to yeah. play like different like, custom games and stuff full on but like and... minecraft for instance it's like i very much enjoy the vanilla experience yeah fair enough and there's people who will i mean i will argue that the... like oh this mod isn't affecting the vanilla experience it's like okay but you just teleported and that's not that's not okay by me yeah it feels feel like, like it, it's enabled if it's just good... making the game easier and no it feels like those mods like where like they will have a car or something there's there's normally like some kind of system where there's like 50 new materials and each one needs its own man like it there's like a big convenience but then everything gets 50 times harder sometimes you do get like mods where someone's like oh i can yeah there press a button and i'm teleported to the nearest diamond it's like well are you really playing minecraft (laughs) right 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 something that like tells them points them where diamond is and i feel like it's I like half custom- the game is really searching like having... for things, not just knowing where they are. Yeah, I did like cu- custom mobs. Those were quite. Those were interesting mo- mods, like the yeah. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I like um, oh, yeah, yeah, things. I'm not things saying like add... you hate additional fun times. You just <laughs> don't like yeah, cheats. But <laughs> yeah, and I also i I like people recognizing 
like the difference between the two like yeah yeah like if you want to play this complex uh you know 50 new elements like automation minecraft yeah mod pack uh that's cool but like that's what you're playing then you're not playing minecraft, minecraft. you're playing, you're playing tech it or tech it or yeah whatever Tech the b team whatever it's called whatever feed the beast yeah that's like, the other one uh oh there's a revenge of the c team don't don't put a bunch of that garbage in there and then tell me you're playing vanilla minecraft because that's just not what, <laughs> what you're if doing anyone's arguing it's vanilla but yeah <laughs> so yeah i get what you mean um, yeah, yeah 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 well i mean uh i don't know i don't want to get into this whole debate <laughs> i feel like i feel like this is the scott makes people angry podcast <laughs> yeah but i, I just get a the main thing warps. is people will put in stuff for servers and i th- i get the intention is like a public server you don't want people you don't want absolute chaos so you, you need to have <laughs> yeah. some control over what people can do but i just feel like i'd rather you not i mean i just have a i used to have a server with a couple friends and like we only have like commands like um there are only like commands to help you build stuff so we built like giant spaceships and stuff but those were like the construction mods that not we didn't use them actually one time we were trying to build a survival world but because of how well that it works we couldn't use wooden axes hmm. but we'd have like the slash fly command so we would settle like there is um, i have a hard drive with hours of just footage of me and my friends messing around on my server which is quite which is quite nice um, yeah but like and, I think... and that's fu- that's fun yeah. and that's like that sounds like everybody was uh sort of agreeing sort of like uh, unofficially agreeing to all of that yeah um i guess i i just i like uh challenging purity. myself yeah that yeah and I like yeah i like the purity of the experience of like i'm in survival mode I don't know where anything is. I, yeah. I'm not going to spawn myself any materials. If I want yeah. materials, I have to find them and I have to mine them. I mean, and it's like, what I do and I'm not going to is... fly. I'm I'm not going to have keep inventory on. If I die, then that's part of the game. And yeah, I, I mean, it, it sucks, I would... but it's like, you got to deal with it. Sometimes I would, I had a, like a period of time where I would set up, I would set up this custom world where it'd be like a desert with nothing in it. And then I would give myself, like, a few standard things, and then, like, that was it. I just ran around the desert looking for stuff. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, like, like any kind of sandbox game. It's all on, like, how you set it up. Yeah. How, uh, how you want to play normally, it. But it's, yeah, normally, I just, I just jump in and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I just have difficulties when, I, when I'm trying to play with other people, and I'm, oh, like, right. I want a very specific experience <laughs> of, like, vanilla no mods no cheats no fooling around let's just like work together and collect things and build things yeah and then they're like yeah 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 and then they start flying and then they start like spawning in gold because they want to build a clock and it's like you weren't listening (laughs) yeah it feels like you need to have a certain group of people that get why yeah you're playing you have to have everyone has to be on the same page of like what kind of experience do you want because otherwise it's like you know, if I'm working for weeks to uh, to build myself like a halfway decent uh, house, yeah, yeah, and then someone else popped into creative mode, built themselves a huge mansion right next door, and then popped yeah. back into survival mode, and then, I'm like, yeah. okay, my well, house looks terrible, but 
I feel like I've been cheated here somehow. Yeah. But it, it's it's all just, um, I guess with a lot of video games, it's all just like yeah, uh, self-curated experience, you know? Yeah, I know. If, if I find it weird when it, like, whenever I've said, oh, um, do you want to play Minecraft as a group? No one's been like, okay, and then you jump in, and then suddenly your friend is a full set of diamond armor, and they keep killing everyone. And it feels like most of the people I've played with agree that they're doing survival. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. some. I mean, I definitely have had it where that is the case where it's like yeah. oh i'm just starting and someone's already got diamond armor and i'm like okay, yeah I'm, i guess I think... that's who i'm playing with here but yeah um but yeah a, a lot of times it doesn't start it doesn't start like that a lot of times it starts like we're do, we're gonna do survival and then it's like oh no someone is new to the game and they fell in lava and they lost their their iron pickaxe so I'm going to spawn in an iron pickaxe and give it to them. It's like, no, just, no, just keep on That's trucking. part of the game. Yeah. Just I, want, I suck want it up and make a new one. My first game, I ran around a bit, <laughs> built a dirt hut, found a lava ravine, went in, lost all my stuff, spawned in my dirt hut, and got. I worked my little child blorp off, getting all that stuff back. <laughs> yeah, you got to work your blorp off. <laughs> That's... Uh... I think that's the true message of this episode. <laughs> that's how it goes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. People are, are welcome to play games however they want to, you know, have fun. Yeah. I also, like, do, sometimes like, our ad... In a group, you need Unnecessary... In, like, RPGs and stuff, sometimes mm. our ad just unnecessary uh, restrictions on myself as oh, well. Yeah. Or, like, uh, like yeah. balloons... Like Bloons Tower Defense, sometimes I'm like, I'm gonna do this with nothing but dart monkeys. It's like, would it be easier with a cannon and a ninja monkey and whatever else? It's like, yeah, but I'm mm. I'm just determined and I'm gonna try and beat this level with nothing but dart monkeys. We could do some Bloons battles, so then just won't be both can only use blue, uh, monkeys. But yeah, that's the that's the thing. It's like when it's single player. It's very easy to set restrictions on yourself and follow them or not follow them. But yeah, that's yeah. your choice. When it's multiplayer, if it's like if I was to only use dart monkeys and you only use dart <laughs> monkeys and then you start losing and you throw in a bunch of cannons, it's like that's mm. that's kind of how it feels where it's like, oh, but we were doing a thing and it was going good and then you decided to fly. Yeah. <laughs> or teleport or whatever. But yeah. That's that's it's just you know that's the way i play games it's like yeah, fair enough. Uh, i, I think... like making restrictions on myself and i like yeah and sometimes there the restriction is to just play it vanilla as it comes like yeah yeah but that's uh not I, I don't expect everyone to to always you know play games like that yeah um i've recently um i've been playing a lot more borderlands too um I was playing with a friend, and he had this, um, he set himself a challenge where he could only, cause I, I've talked about Borderlands in the past, how there's different brands of weapons, but he only limited right. himself to only one brand, um, and he could only use that for the entire game, um, and that, yeah. that was quite interesting, seeing him, like, how he took the game differently, because of how he was um, being quite picky about his weapons, and the way he looked through loot boxes and everything it was quite well more like like crates um that like loot sure. crates in the game but like well never mind um yeah no i knew i knew what you meant yeah, yeah. um but yeah no 
Um, yeah, like that's that's a fun thing to do. I think um, I want to say at some point uh, my brother was playing different brother from the one I mentioned earlier, but uh, he was playing Skyrim with like only magic. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that where it was like he refused to use any like melee weapons or anything. He was like, yeah, just going to use magic the whole time. Did he use shouts? I'm guessing that's assumed with. Yeah, I think that might have been included. Yeah. But he does that. I feel like he's done that a couple times with Skyrim. He might have had one yeah, where yeah. he used no magic. I can't remember. Yeah. But, it's, but yeah, it's, it's those kind of fun restrictions that like make stuff interesting. Yeah. It's yeah. just it's just awkward when it's when you try and uh, do like a multiplayer thing. Yeah. And then so on. It's like fun tussles and not yeah and not everybody's on the same page about like yeah. what the what the rules are yeah blorping fun tussles <laughs> blorping fun tussles uh so um, speaking of the maximum blorps uh <laughs> yep can we can we talk about brexit sure. are we allowed we can go again have a round we can yes have another have another go at it. Yep. If you want to have another shot. Brexit sidebar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like maybe... Okay. Should... <laughs> what? I was going to say, should we have like, uh, just like, just something to cut to if you don't want to hear about Brexit? Because it's kind of... <laughs> it's one of those things where... Um, um, well, know. it'll have, it'll have its own chapter in... Uh, of course... Because so if you're listening in the podcast player, podcast-y. you should be able to blow pack. <laughs> yeah, just just skip to the next chapter. And if you're in a podcast player that doesn't have chapters, then um, get a better podcast player. I don't know. I can't. I'm an Android user. <laughs> just skip through 30 seconds until you stop hearing uh, Brexit-related stuff. Yeah, just play order faintly in the background. <laughs> Actually, um, they're playing on. Never mind. Um, Brexit. Yeah. So they've delayed so, it till October. Yeah, that's the thing. Is last time we talked about this, you were like, "Oh, they might delay it." They definitely well, delayed the, it. <laughs> they were saying they were saying pretty firmly that it was like either you're out by this date with no deal, or you're out by this date with the deal, and that was that was sort of the EU stance, and then like. A week later, they're like, no, just kidding. You can have till October <laughs> or, you know, whenever, whenever you want, whatever is convenient. Um, and at this point, I just I feel like I have to have to blame the EU on the on this one. Like they're clearly enabling the British Parliament to be like a bunch of whiny babies that can't agree on anything. Yeah, of course. That Yeah. Like that. I, mean, I mean, I think it's just because. The EU does have a slight likingness to us because we're quite good trade partners. Well, I guess, yeah, and I guess that's what it is, is that... If it was, like, any other country, they'd be like, nah, get out of here. You'd... Well, any, any of the car- countries they care about. Um, but right. yeah. I guess that's what it is, is that ultimately the EU doesn't have the motivation to... Yeah. Uh, They're not in any To rush. kick you guys out, because they... You know, they would rather you just stay forever. Yeah. So they're they, going to let you continue. Sweet time paying the, yeah. um, membership fees and so on. Right. But, so I guess that's what it is. But 
just looking at it without thinking about that, like, it kind of feels like the EU is, like, I don't know how to put this, like, a bad parent, I guess. And, like, the the UK is, like, this toddler who's, like, your bedtime is 8 o'clock. And... Yeah, the the child who's still screaming at in the mcdonald's and the right mo- but it's like it's like bedtime is like yeah, kind oh, bed, of a, yeah bedtime the analogy no, here the, yeah the sort of yeah where it's like yeah it's like your bedtime's eight o'clock but it's nine o'clock and the kid's like can i stay up till 10 and and the parents like ah uh, sure 10 o'clock 10's fine and then it's like the kid's like how about three in the morning and then the parents like mm okay three in the morning okay but then for sure for sure you're going to bed at three in the morning and the kid's like uh-huh and it's like three thirty already yeah it's like, yeah it's like what what are you doing at some point you need to put your foot down or stop pretending yeah if if they want the uk to stay forever they should just go ahead and say that yeah just and but, say and no, say uk if they say that, you're out he's saying if they explicitly say that that means England then has all the cards, which they don't exactly want. Right, yeah. So it I guess that's the... tricky, because if they say, we want England to stay, then England could pull the rug out from under them and be like, well, that's a shame you can't have this. Oh. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, hold this. Yeah. Whatever they that's find. That's the thing, it's like, head. it's a it's a whole song and dance of negotiation. Endless game of chat. Yeah, but it's like, they're not they're not actually negotiating they're just like this is the deadline no this is the deadline okay fine this is the deadline and it's like at no point is europe gonna put its foot down because they are more than happy to have the their kid walk all over them because it keeps the kid in the house i don't know like i don't know how to i don't know what the extended metaphor is here but (laughs) the toddler that is trying to move out and go to college yeah <laughs> yeah then there's some kind of there's still more inner squabbling in the eu uh sorry in the uh parliament um, right i just don't i just don't understand like i mean i do understand but i don't understand <laughs> yeah like why not why not start breaking it up into smaller chunks and making deals and yeah, I would and like, go and go instead ahead of and doing leave. like the overall thing. Just make small agreements that are consistent. Um, yeah, and then leave, and like stuff will start to get better. You know, you can leave right. and improve status quo rather than like staying and getting into fights over like everything. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. not fixing anything. Like I, it just feels like there's there's no progress being made, but it's gonna go on forever and i think last i i felt like we needed to bring this up because last podcast i had i was like fairly confident that it was coming to an end oh it was yeah. like oh it's yeah, been extended were. like 300 times already but i think this is the way you were um, talking you were like oh yeah they've been offered a couple months and then you'll say yeah the way you were like yeah they're well, just gonna the i way... take the deal or leave the deal and wait another month right because that's the way that you presented it as basically if you want an extension you have to take this deal and exactly there's no way we're giving you an extension unless you take this deal and i was like okay respect uh you have put your foot down and it's up to the uk to decide 
which, what what they want to do. Right. And then yeah. the UK said, we don't want to do either of those. You're going to give it to us for free. And then the EU said, okay. Yeah, that like, sounds fair. <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. You um, called my wait, bluff. Wait, when you say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, uh, I don't know. Just like pulling my hair out here. Because I was like, it's, it's finally, finally one of the two sides has proof they have a backbone and they're going to, they're going to set a hard deadline and it's going to be over and we can move on. <laughs> and then like with little to no push from the other side, they were like, just kidding. Just, <laughs> Lol, JK. We'll figure it out in October. How's that? But I'm like, gonna... so that's... yeah, it's a whole, yeah, I just, it's, I, I give up. I've given up. I ha- there's nothing that either side can do to convince me now that they, that either one of them has a backbone exactly <laughs> so um, and i think some i think some of it is just that they don't have the motivation because they genuinely would like them to stay yeah and so yeah i, um, I don't know i don't know it's it's all nonsense yeah it's, it's no no point in talking about it anymore because it's all uh you know it's yeah. like trying to make sense out of just irrational people <laughs> yeah so you talked about how you've seen uh doctor who i've been quite behind but i finally decided to uh get down and watch it i haven't uh, finished watching it up yet oh is that what this is yeah <laughs> phd whomst yeah in the show notes it just says phd whomst <laughs> and i was oh my god <laughs> okay sorry go on um yeah um so I started watching Doctor Who, and I, d- I haven't, I don't have any proper thoughts gathered up yet, but um, um, just, yeah, thought it'd be interesting to note that I've started watching it, and we, pro- I know we could probably have like a review or something, or yeah, yeah, we could um just we'll in just a future have a episode section where we uh, just gather our thoughts and how we found yeah. found each. Uh, so maybe you not, uh, you've gone back and you're started with the Ninth Doctor, and you're watching. All the way through? Um, no, no, I'm, I am just going to start from season 11, but I, 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 eventually I probably will buckle down and <laughs> sit, uh, go in for the big long one from the reboot to current day Doctor Who, which is going to be, it's going to be one hell of a ride, but I don't Oh, know. so you're just saying you're going to watch the new season when yeah, it comes out. But yeah, I oh. think eventually probably if, if like, if I have a lot of time, I, I am somewhat considering buckling down for the, the long haul and binge watching uh, okay yeah i think you said that several seasons previously of... and that's what i was thinking uh yeah, yeah. okay but, um, um i don't know when the new season's gonna come out though because i think they i think they might not have new episodes till 2020 okay well that gives me time to watch it i guess um yeah then we can have an episode where we just discuss it where I've got my thoughts all at the moment, where um, they're kind of scattered a bit. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm. I'm absolutely. Uh, at any point you want to talk about Doctor Who on this podcast, I'm <laughs> down to talk about Doctor Who. Uh, yeah. I, I I think I'm very very familiar with um, all generations of it, and I uh, yeah, we could we could easily fill a full podcast with just doctor who discussion so <laughs> yeah that, that'd be uh no worries there okay ready for 
Vigo games or Vigo games section. Mm. Section Vigo games. Vigo games. Vigo. Vigo. I haven't been playing much lately. I'm. Mm-hmm. I have been playing some, like, crappy mobile games. I guess is the most video games I've played lately. Right, right. A lot of them I find really frustrating. Right. Uh, uh, ads. Because, well, okay. Because like, what did you say? Uh, ads. Like ads. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ads <laughs> are terrible. Um, and like so over overbearing in like a lot of the really cheap free games. Yeah. Um, but somehow have but, some kind of currency you can buy with real money. See no relation. Yeah. For some reason, I I really like. Uh, like even more basic ones than that that don't have like a currency or anything it's just like a simple like concept right yeah like you gotta stack the blocks or you gotta make your way through this this uh maze or whatever like i don't know it's it's very um very simple but i and and half of them are like kind of glitchy fair enough that um yeah cheap crappy free games that run on ads as a source of income yeah I i i don't know how i got down this rabbit hole of, of uh, cheap free games or and self-deprecation <laughs> yeah yeah that's probably it that was a, um <laughs> mot- motivating factor i'm playing one now as i'm recording this because i was ready oh crap uh, i can't multitask like that though i, I need to focus on the podcast SME. Uh, sorry I, I just died uh what but yeah it's what is this one even called color bump 3d that sounds like a blooping good time. You're like you're a sphere and you're rolling along and you can only touch oh, shapes I've... that are the same color as you. I think I've heard of that. Um, um it's like color sometimes bump you change color three? Three D. Oh three D. I can work. <laughs> I, I told you it's it's um real real cheap. I also like like paper IO. Oh, I think I've seen. Paper oh, paper IO. I've seen that. Yeah. Oh, oh, I, I, yeah, I know this one. Helix jump. Yep. I've got. I'm playing one called. Uh, one I've been playing a lot is called Stickman Hook. Um, Stickman Hook. It's know. actually it's it it's uh, quite a good game actually. It's a game where you're a, you're a little stickman boy, and it uses like a grappling hook mechanic where there's these balls hung around the level, and there's you can like mm-hmm. carry out momentum. Done about, I think I've sunk about 600 levels into it. Because um, it's all randomly generated, so it's quite uh, interesting. Why does want to know my location? Um, <laughs> sorry, yeah. Um, are there levels, though? Because that's kind of what I was going to say with, with mm. specifically with, like, the color color bump one, is that it's it's all randomly generated, and it will say, it will give you, like, whatever stage you're on, but I think it's, like, it just feels not consistent. Because there's no right. menu where you can see the levels. Right. I don't feel like I'm progressing. It it feels like uh, they're just making it up as it goes along. Yeah. The good thing with and, and running Man, a bunch of ads. Yeah. The good thing with Stickman Hook is that the more you play, you get different skins for your little stick boy, and that's oh, quite. Like, um, um, yeah, that's paper that's some kind of goal. As well. you get yeah. Different skins. <laughs> I don't know. I just I don't think there's like like a, I like two dots a lot more as far as like the amount of care i think that goes into oh um, yeah, yeah and i know we've we've talked about that before yeah i kind of stopped with that because like i um i got stumped a bit um like i just left it 
Yeah, I haven't played it in ages, but it's one of those ones I, I will go back to every now and then because it's like there's a ton of levels to it, but it's like the levels are actual levels, like a human actually designed it, you know? Yeah. Um, and it and level one for you is the same as level one for somebody else. Yeah. Like it's it's a proper game. It's not just uh randomly generated crap pretending to be a game. <laughs> Yikes. Harsh words. Uh, Harsh words, but I'm still like I'm playing some of this random generated stuff. Yeah, um, it's just a mindless activity to. It's, yeah, it's it's pretty mindless. It's frustrating though because it's like uh, I think some of the concepts are good, and it's some of them I could see being turned into decent games if uh, people put like a little more care into them. Right. Like uh, that's I don't know. Two dots is just my my go to example here, but it's, it's well like, free flow. Where are it? Yeah, free flow's free flow's decent. Um, I, I um, think two dots they put more work into like the artwork and the soundtrack and stuff than free flow. Yeah, makes it feel a little bit more uh, like higher quality. Yeah, but yeah, free flow is another one where it's like they have actual like puzzles. Yeah, and or I've got I've played one game called Cut It where. It's like a physics game where you have to cl- cut different blocks. Like it's a to do different things, even there's different switches that do stuff. But you only have like a lim- like depending on the level, you have a, like a limited amount of um like uh like cuts. So you have to get like this ball into a uh into like this little hot like this like trigger thing. Um, but you can only cut this one. Um, you can only cut once on this uh, certain type of on this one color. Um. Yeah, and it's quite that's quite an interesting game. That is like another one of those proper levels that have been thought out and tested, and an actual humor human has uh, put time and effort into it. Yeah, yeah. I th- I just think there's like that makes a difference. Like some of the some of them are pretty simple. Like uh, I think there's one called like two cars, right? Where I basically, yeah, it's like your screen is split down the middle, mm. and you have to. There's just like multiple lanes and you just have to move the cars uh independently to avoid the obstacles it's like a really simple type of style of game yeah yeah. but it's the fact that you're doing two of them that have to move independently so it's like you're i don't know it's it's interesting in the way it, it makes you look at it like you can't focus on your character like you would in a lot of games you have to sort of be looking at the screen as a whole Right, yeah, yeah. And so that, you know, you you can move both of them yeah. properly. Yeah, yeah. So it's like something, like a concept like that is like fine, whatever, and it's just you get a high score at the end, and that seems like a decent game. But a lot of games that like really there should be levels and progression and stuff, and instead they, they give you like randomly generated infinite uh, nonsense, and it... Sometimes it says you're on level three, but it's like there's no menu. You can't go back and play level one because it's like it didn't really exist. <laughs> yeah, I, that type of game, I I feel like just the people making it don't really care. They're just trying to get money. Yeah, yeah. I I think it shows. <laughs> but you know, that's that's where I'm at video game wise. I've gone way too deep into the you've, the, you've uh, gone deep into the psychology of the. Oh. Junky mobile games. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that. Uh, yeah. I also 
was listening to the previous podcast um, and we talked about games on the Wii U, which actually take advantage of the the gamepad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I just we didn't mention it in the episode, but I figure it's worth to mention the um, WarioWare for the Wii U. Oh yeah, yeah. Had a uh, one of the games inside that game was like your because WarioWare is all about like mini games and yeah, yeah. styles of mini games and stuff. Yeah. Um, I haven't actually played the Wii U one. I've played the DS one and the Wii one. And they're both very fun. Yeah, right. Anyway, the um, yeah, the the Wii U WarioWare has this thing where like you're trying to play games on the gamepad, <clears throat> and right. like your mom has told you to go to sleep, and on the TV it's like this little person that is your mom will like swing the door open and try and catch you and you have to like uh press a button or something to hide i see yeah and it's like you can't play the games and hide at the same time Mm. but you have to actually physically be looking at the game pad to be playing the game successfully yeah so you have to like be watching out for the mom in like your peripheral just another example to add to uh i guess a bit of follow-up on previous conversation the only matter thing is, uh, there's probably someone who's played it, played that mini game whilst that exact situation is happening to them. That's uh, that would be pretty meta. Yeah, that's like an extra level of yeah. But it's just one of those things that's like you could do on the Wii U because of yeah. the the way like it was set up, split screen thing. Yeah, yeah, where it's like you couldn't really do that on the Switch because it's only yeah, no. it's only got one screen. I mean, one two Switch is pretty good at using the Switch's capabilities. I think just every console they've had has had one game that's done what they've wanted and then just opened up the platform for anyone and then lots of poo-poo gets put on their store. Um, right. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's 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 what Nintendo does, yeah. really, is, like, they make... They design their platforms very to be very unique. Yeah, right. And right. then it's, like you can't really replicate that experience. That's why I yeah. think they're much less mm. in danger of competition with the PC gaming market. Yeah. Whereas, Whereas like PlayStation and Xbox, it's like you can see it's like very similar. I mean, they have the advantage of convenience of, you know, you plug your PlayStation and you put the disc in, you have a controller and it works versus like a pc where it's like a lot of installing and whatever um hmm. but yeah they're they i see them as much more direct competitors whereas nintendo versus pc it's like not really a thing right no uh, yeah cause, yeah because they have i mean there aren't things you can install on pc to use like Wii modes and stuff but yeah it's like it's not like a more direct thing where it's like you can yeah get, play call of duty or play any of the games the console can but at 15 times the resolution they say they can play it at the console say they can play it at yeah it's a it's a lot more it's a lot more set up to try and use wiimotes than it is to like just plug in yeah a game controller you know yeah and mm. even still it's like that that's software designed for like people using wiimotes which they bought from Nintendo, yeah. in most cases. I mean, I you know? I think I have a third-party Wiimote somewhere, but uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, that's that's true, I, I suppose. But that, but that's also like, yeah, that's that's several generations back, and and it's 
they're always yeah, coming the, up with like the new, points systems yeah yeah new like weird things like a lot of ds games i don't think would work as well with yeah. a mouse as they would with and maybe stylus. there's a way that you can get like a stylus and an ipad and well yeah play an emulated ds game off that but it's it's just yeah um, they've made it emulator proof well apart, well yeah well apart yeah, from like um just they they get creative with the hardware in ways that it's like hard to replicate yeah in the same way with the wii u it's like having a screen on their controller and having a screen on the tv and having those screens display different stuff yeah like you know it's it would be a little bit more complicated of a setup yeah versus just here's the tv here's the controller play a game right you know hmm but yeah, that was I don't think one we mentioned and Yeah, WarioWare. We were talk yeah, we talked about like um uh, Zombie U Yeah, Zombie U and Nintendo Land. Yeah. And games like that. Or um, say Paper Mario, but that's kinda of cheating because they didn't use it properly. Uh, <laughs> Paper was there a Wii U Paper Mario? Yeah. I remember but... there was a Wii Paper Mario. I don't remember. There was a Wii U on it it wasn't exactly too well liked by most people hmm. um but yeah um oh wait yeah i th- think i know what you're talking about has that been released on switch as well again it, it no it can't have f- oh no yeah no it possibly can't it couldn't because it the way it worked oh um, use the gamepad well in a weird like you would have these cards and then the way you would interact with the menus you would it would be on the gamepad but the only point it was on the gamepad the gamepad was because it was on the gamepad there's just no other reason for it pretty much hmm. <laughs> but um no yeah uh but um okay that's why it wouldn't yeah, work on the switch yeah i, I don't remember that one yeah they'll probably um, still find a way to port it if they uh, yeah if there was a demand for it but it sounds like the fact that i don't really remember it at all yeah no and i've actually no. played a fair amount of wii u games yeah uh, should probably tell you something about <laughs> whether or not there's demand and uh, maybe nintendo's marketing more than anything <laughs> But so, um, they ported everything else, so maybe, yeah. maybe they'll find a way. Like new Super Mario Gold Deluxe UVW for the <laughs> DS World 3D. So uh, what have you been playing? Other than you said Borderlands. Um, I've all, um, I'm playing some, uh, quite a bit of Overwatch lately. Well, I've kind of slowed down because I don't want to burn through my appetite for Overwatch. So I've been a bit more You don't want to get too good. Well, yeah, all those people well, I'm already, the, the I'm already, to... I'm already too good. I just, yeah, I want to yeah. give them a chance. Yeah, you want to give them a chance. Yeah, um, I, I hear. You. Yeah, that that that's why. Yeah, like that's why I'm playing on like moving to like proper like hard, proper like competitive games like Mines, uh, Minesweeper and Call of Duty. <laughs> Minesweeper, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, no, no, I've... Call of Duty. That that that's a game that you know. One time I had to press forward and left click at the same time Ooh. sounds like a game that really uses your brain a lot yeah you know really makes you think yeah, yeah. but um speaking of weird competitive uh, championships like minesweeper or solitaire um i was on a uh, youtube and i'll have a pop like on my sub bar i'll have a on the top it'll be people who are live and i'll have a little symbol next to their name i'm one of those clash of clans so intrigued i click on it mm. and there are currently clash of clans world championships happening uh, as we are speaking of, isn't clash of clans like that stereotypical pay to win 
microtransaction <laughs> phone game. Yeah, it is. It's yeah, it's like the 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 game where you try to upgrade something. It takes four days, and the only way to do it is by spending <laughs> using currency that you need to get. You need to pay money to get or wait so there's four a years. Championship for a mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a thing like. I think they get people who have the max level at everything anyway and have a big maxed out clan. So it doesn't okay, matter so how they got to where they are. Okay, so there is a max level then. Yeah, of course. There there is a ceiling to this every so often they will update it. I think okay. it's like a level twelve. Um yeah. But all the strategies of what enemies to use and when to use certain potions and stuff still stays the same. But it's just uh, it's interesting how broad esports is becoming now where a strategy game for little uh Blorpion is little Billy iPad. Hang on. Little Billy on his mm-hmm. Blorpy iPad. Um <laughs> Well, I, I I think part of it is the games which can afford to have a championship. Yeah. Supercell like is a massive or... company. Uh like or... so is Blizzard or uh, Valve has a lot of money for CS:GO and um, yeah, it's the games which can Dota. like uh, have an opportunity to like profit off of that. Yeah, yeah, sort of thing are the games which are making a lot of money. Yeah, and, and so it increases I, I, the attention of that game because it's got a World Series. Right. Yeah. Whereas, like, yeah, some smaller <laughs> indie game wouldn't necessarily have a uh, World Series because they would end up going bankrupt trying to promote a World Series. Yeah, yeah. To then promote their game, you know? Yeah. Like, it wouldn't make any sense economically. Yeah, of course. It it only makes sense for games that are doing well. A big with, like, a a somewhat big competitive scene. That's that's what I'm saying, though. I don't think it is about the competitive scene. It's like, that helps. Oh, yeah. That that makes more sense. Yeah. I think what it it actually is about is... Yeah, because Rainbow Six has had a, like, ranked mode for ages... But it's only recently that there's been an actual, like, tournament. Right. I think it's, yeah, I think it's less about the competition and more about, is it profiting? Yeah. Like, are there, are there TF2 tournaments? Yeah, uh, there are. There are official TF2 okay. um, championships and stuff. I've watched a couple of games. It's weird. It's, it's weird. when you're playing a game and you watch a professional and they're doing something completely other to what you're doing you're like hang, hang on that's what i'm meant to be doing oh see i bring i bring that one up because it's like because it's free to play but i guess to be fair i don't know what oh yeah kind of income be they make off their competitive cosmetics you, and stuff to be in competitive you need to have a paid version of the game ha- be over level three which is yeah the leveling system and have you and give them your telephone number so you can be called up if you wanted to join a proper game mm. um so their competitive isn't like a you get a fancy arbitrary rank it's um more um you actually can qualify into the big games and get big bucks from it which is quite interesting um it does sound interesting i, I guess because it was more like it's the first it was the first like proper esports so i guess the idea of competitive was only kind only half really being experimented with um yeah yeah wait um yeah i would just i think phone apps make a lot more money than people expect them to yeah they yeah they make like the most minecraft is the most selling game of all time and the the platform tetris i think 
but yeah is this still i fought over ticket at some point oh maybe i don't know um i don't i remember seeing something maybe it was close to overtaking it or but um the the platform minecraft has played on most is the mobile edition which is really weird how i think it's just you there's just hundreds of kids with ipads out there who yeah like to poke things and spend their parents money it's like it's it became very popular with yeah with kids and like like they would watch you know dan tdm and uh what's his name uh uh, ss sunday the people of of your generation and younger are all growing up with tablets what's his name the guy so minecraft is probably one of the better games that they can play on their tablet yeah of course and it's only about five pounds seven dollars ten dollars the pocket edition yeah yeah Mm, top five here tetris minecraft okay grand theft auto wii sports and uh pubg well the numbers on each of them and then uh number six is pokemon Um, one of the 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 figures uh tetris is 170 million mm-hmm. and minecraft is 154 million so okay. yeah it's, it's getting close it's getting closer um, and then gta 5 is uh just 100 million so it's and then i'm guessing PUBG is like so ways 40 million yeah but uh we sports is like 82 and then like PUBG is like 50 yeah it... and then po- pokemon is like 47 so yeah yeah it starts to to go down pretty quickly after that yeah yeah it's weird if you play a game you're only probably sharing that experience with like quite a small amount of the human population anyhow um yeah you just kind of caught me off guard that if there's enough money that anything can have a competitive league i don't know maybe we'll be seeing some color 3d splash ball appearing on the blogstagram uh no i think it's gotta have some substance to it Oh yeah, well yeah, <laughs> some kind of something that can be competed for. Yeah, I think yeah, I think the competition is a key element. I mean, it's it interesting when you see people. I think there are plenty of games that are more competitive but don't have leagues. Yeah, because they there just like isn't the money for it. Yeah, so I think it's a two a two ingredient kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. And Clash of Clans, I think maybe falls more on the the money end than it does on the competitive end yeah definitely i mean i was watching it and it was just like this close-up of this just this guy staring at a screen and this guy like this commentator doing this like oh when he's placing troops here and just all that's happening is you just see a guy tap if i just stare at the screen then tap again for a potion tap again for another potion very exciting stuff Tap again for another potion. <laughs> Tap again. Yeah, then it ends. I think his strategy is to use potions. And yeah. I think it's... The the other guy might not be thinking of that. And then, just how... Like, the <laughs> the best strategies aren't when to use these troops. It's to use the highest leveled high troops that can kill everything with their sneezes and kisses. But, yeah. <laughs> that's what Wobbles thinks about Clash of Clans. I mean, I, I, I was into it for a while. I... Did like the like the the defense building and the strategies behind. You, you don't have to defend it. Yeah, I've never played it. <sighs> but yeah, I don't know. I have, but Bes- I just besides I, I just uh... I I normally play. I think get to a point where I realize everything's gonna take four days to build, and then I, I was hating on uninstall it. 
and then the vicious cycle continues. And like, and then I'm like, oh, that wasn't that bad. Reinstalled it, and then, yeah. Um, but I yeah. was hating on Twitter and Duolingo uh, earlier, so I think you're allowed to hate on Marvel and Clash of Clans. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's clearly just the money-grabbing machine of money, 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 money. Um, and those apply to both the things I was grumbling about today. This has been a very grumbly podcast. Oh, man, that's one for the blorper. <laughs> the blorps, the chat. Still, still, still working platform. on the name. Blorp. Only blorp. we had a platform where we could blorp our complaints. <laughs> Send them yeah. straight into the blorp void. <laughs> the 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 bloid. The the bloid bloidal. Bloidal. Bleep bloop. Bleep bloop bloop. Um, yeah, I think that's all. Yeah. Uh, see you, Minters. <laughs> I think we've already ended. I think we ended on bleep 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 bleep. <laughs> <laughs>starts off by telling us about the infinite improbability drive yeah it's it's just like giving some explanations of like yeah how um, the improbability theory yeah. works i guess uh and it says it's like finite improbability was used was un- understood for a long time and was used as like a party trick but like infinite yeah the new probability stuff the, the thing um, they needed to crack yeah and the way of making a finite improbability is uh, hooking the yeah, hooking the logic circuit of a Bambleweenie fifty seven to a brown Aryan uh, motion producer like a hot cup of tea, and then uh, yeah, that's how you make a finite improbability drive. And then yeah, so yeah, it's just so just more than another short chapter where it goes over how it happened. Um, right. It said it was just by found by what a student who was left to sweep up um. the lab who was just thinking about. The inf- uh, the infinite and impro- probably uh, to drive right. It was like it, um, I like the part where where um, it was saying uh, a lot of members of the scientific community don't don't like the the use of like the finite probability drive as a party party <laughs> yeah, trick or whatever. Funny. But it's also um, because they don't get invited to those sorts of parties. And ultimately, the infinite improbability drive was d- determined to be virtually impossible, which yeah, I think like pretty much. virtually impossible is <clears throat> yeah, just a way of saying improbable. Yeah. Highly improbable, which is sort of the whole thing. Yeah. So he, I think, was it? Yeah, it was working out exactly how improbable an infinite improbability drive is. And because there's a probability of it existing... Um, if you can work it out, it must exist, or will exist, uh, or something like that. Right, yeah, it was like you put the probability of it existing into the finite probability drive or something, and it spontaneously yeah, it creates one out of nothing. Like, the chance of survival compared to someone's phone number. I don't know, don't know why that would, don't know how that plays into anything at all. Uh. And then the guy who figured it out was lynched by angry physicists, like you do. Yeah, because they don't like a smart ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
It's like a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy chapter without it being a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Right. Like, I, I think the whole setup with, like, the encyclopedia-type feel of, like, the, the Hitchhiker's Guide, I, I think that makes these, like, short informational chapters feel a lot more natural in this book. Yeah, and I guess it's... Sometimes in, um like, sci-fi stuff, they'll try to explain how something works through dialogue but that comes off as like unnatural but in a book you can just set aside a chapter to explain something and it like be natural to yeah. read through it's another thing a good thing like a good like it just shows again douglas adams being very good at writing yeah because it's i mean so sometimes you can get away with ford explaining something to arthur because arthur doesn't know a lot of things yeah and it's like but it yes yeah, like Something with too much information. And even still, like, I like that yeah, he... Yeah. I mean, this is partially because it's, like, more of, like, a comedic sci-fi. But I like that it doesn't go too much into detail because I, I find that gets kind of silly with, like, some really invested, like, Star Trek fans or Star Wars fans where they, like, have the plans to the Death Star yeah. and they're, like, they I mean, can I tell you what each, books. like, vent does. And I'm because just, You can like, get these thick books, but it does, like, okay, a... Okay, but, like... Like a cross section of a... Like a an X wing is like oh that's kind of cool, but it's not like I would I wouldn't study it and be like huh yes uh, that yeah uh, why didn't yeah I mean throw a grenade in the avion barrel right it is cool but it's also he with science fiction you reach a certain point where this is fictional science. You know, if there were diagrams and like formulas for everything to where like it was scientifically accurate, then we would just have a real X-wing we could fly around. You know, I think part part of the point is that it's it's yeah, even if it's not complete like fantasy, at least it's like speculative about like what science will be like years from now. But they, I wouldn't expect the yeah. science fiction writer to be able to write down. Yeah, I like. I like science fiction most things they have like a like a sense of realism until just they have one big thing in their universe which can't be done um yeah yeah that's that's true like sometimes it all makes sense except for the one like, oh we haven't found this mystical magic element from Gloopal's orb that gives us infinite sure. energy like in the marvel movies i think most of it's we just don't yeah we don't have a metal make that like vibranium yeah i mean not not that you know about oh yeah well but yeah, I I think it's a good it's a good way of exposition that feels natural because of the way the guide has been set up. Yeah, the way the book's been written already. And it's like because it's it's set to be like this mass encyclopedia Yeah. Wikipedia yeah. kinda overview of everything. Yeah. It's not giving like too much detail, which I think is actually yeah. a strength because yeah, it's it'll sometimes some of the articles it's like it'll tell you like a funny story or something about something related to the thing. Yeah. Rather than just like yeah, like here's schematics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alrighty. Till next time. Yeah. Yeah. See you in a bit, or whichever order you decide to listen to these in. I hope someone's not listening to them out of order. Chapter eleven. So yeah, chapter 11. All right, so they finally have normality. Yes. And we find out that the ship actually is the one that picked them up, not the people piloting the ship. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this makes sense, the, seeing how the ship works. Uh, yeah. We get introduced to Marvin. Yeah, the depressed robot. Right. Uh, and Trillian. 
Uh, and the Zaphod we know is the guy uh, from like seven few chapters ago. <laughs> right. The black um, president. Um, yeah. I like that it goes into a, a bit of detail in this chapter about the um, the genuine people personalities or whatever. Apparently Marvin was a personality prototype. Yeah. And he's just horribly depressed. Yeah. He also hates the, the doors. Yeah, because they're overly happy. <laughs> yeah. And feel really smug when you walk through them and, clo- and they open and close. Right, the doors get some weird satisfaction every time they open and close for you. <laughs> Yeah, just an interesting way of doing that. Yeah, I mean, I suppose it ensures that the robot is going to do the job that you want it to do. Yeah, I just yeah. don't know why doors need to have a personality in in the first place. Yeah, and it's a bit weird. But yeah, so, oh, there's a like a mini uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, mini Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy um, uh, entry. Yeah. Excerpt, yeah. And it talks about the Encyclopedia Galactica defining a, ro- uh, a, a robot as a, me- a mechanical apparatus designed to do the work for man. And then, but yeah, so it talks about, like, um, the marketing division of Cyrus Cybernetics Corporation defines a robot as your plastic pal who's fun to be with. Um, <laughs> and then Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy throws shade at the marketing division of uh, Cyrus Cybernetics Corporation, calling them a bunch of mindless jerks. Be the first against the wall uh, when the revolution comes. <laughs> Presumably, like, the robot revolution of people like Marvin. And then, oh right, and then it's saying that in the future, the Encyclopedia Galactica will also have that same entry for Cyrus Cybernetics Corporation. Except that it's, um, uh, it's past tense in that one. Oh, really? Yeah, because they say they were the first against the wall when the... Oh, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I misread that. Yeah. The cubicle they had been in had disappeared, and all those Shakespearean monkeys had also vanished. Yeah. And there was a pamphlet about the Heart of Gold, I think. And it was... Uh, oh, yeah, it was kind of just Ford nerding about all the different parts. There's like 15 years of technology, technological advancements he's missed. Right, and then the Marvin's sent down to get them and bring them back up, and Ford yeah. asks him whatever, and, and Marvin mentions Zephod Beeblebrox, and the chapter ends there with Ford recognizing the name. Yeah. So Ford must know Zephod, or I suppose he's thinking <laughs> knows of, or or maybe he knows someone else named Zephod Beeblebrox in the galaxy. Who knows? Yeah, I think that's it for this chapter, unless there's anything you had. Yeah, no, that's, I think that's where the chapter ends, so we will pick it up from there. Cool, cool. Chapter 12. This starts with Zaphod searching the radio to find his name. Yes. Uh, And it just describes... And it just describes a touchscreen radio, but you have to hold on to the frequency it's at. No, I think I think it was uh, in the air, wasn't it? Oh, I see, like a one of those. I said controls were made touch sensitive. You merely had to brush your finger, uh, your brush the panels with your fingers. Right, I think that was saying. Oh, so you just like it's like a motion, like you wave your hand in front of a sensor. I see. That's what. Okay, I see. So you could control the radio from another side of the room. You should be really still. Yeah, yeah. It says then, as the technology became more sophisticated, the controls were made touch sensitive. But then yeah. it says now all you have to do is wave your hand. Yeah. So that was 
That was yeah, like so sort was... of the in-between stage, which I guess is the stage we're at now. Yeah, with just a radio where you can just drag a little dot. Like you can just I, like with radio apps, you can either search up a search up a radio station, or you just drag your finger along to find the frequency you want. Right. But yeah, uh, it was talking about yeah, it's just him trying to find news about him, see what people were saying. Lots of lots of music was playing as he kept moving his hand, and then they talk about uh, what sector ZZ nine plural Z alpha. Right. It's uh, where where Trillium was picked up by Zaphod. Yeah, it's an, a, you know, another big coincidence that probably yeah. So basically, caused Trillium them to find is each other. From Earth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think yeah, that's what we learned from this. Yeah, but yeah, that's more or less the whole chapter. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I will say the the one thing I really liked in this chapter was sixty eight for me, uh, where it's talking about how Trillians had to learn over her relationship with with Zaphod is. D- distinguishing when he's pretending to be stupid. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or is actually being stupid. Or is... There's, like, th- four or five different, like, examples. Pretending to be stupid to get people off their guard. Pretending to be stupid because he couldn't bother to be think. Right? T- to yeah. think and wants to let someone else do it. Pretending to be outrageously stupid to hide the fact that he doesn't actually know or didn't actually understand it. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like all of those different... Um, cases kind of adds to his character and then they work out some probabilities and stuff which is like yeah yeah so so yeah it just it just makes me think maybe his character is not as dumb as he appears yeah i remember if this the chapter where they talk to the robot no the computer oh no yeah they haven't figured they're not figuring out the probability yet but yeah no they're just this is just a it's just Back and forth between Zaphod yeah. and Trillian, really. Oh, the computer which which like spits out paper and he like yells. Yeah, out. that's the one. Yeah, yeah, and he, he's like, "Oh, I hate this." <laughs> yeah, clearly this whole ship is like filled up with really happy. Yeah, like, yeah, like everything has a little personality. <laughs> yeah, or something like that, and it's ridiculous. Yeah, but yeah, this is... yeah, good chapter. We'll see you next time. Chapter thirteen. Marvin takes them down to the bridge and introduces them to Zaphod and Trillian. Right. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And that's they about... seem already fed up with Marvin and they've only just met. Yeah, that's about all that, like, physically happens in this. Yeah. But, but like, on the way, I, I love I love the line that's, like, Marvin's like, you know what happens now? And it's like, no, what? Said Arthur, who didn't want to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I feel that line. Anyway, it's like oh, we've arrived at another one of those doors. That's very happy about you, right? Opening yeah, for you. the door. And they get some kind of pleasure from it, which is <laughs> kind Awkward. of strange. Yeah, yeah. And then Ford is like, uh, oh, like full of himself because he knows Zaphod because they're semi cousins or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and uh, uh, Arthur knows Zaphod because. Oh, it's quite funny because he was at a yeah he was at a fancy dress party and Zaphod was able to sneak in um, right and was a, and oh hit on Trillian and then they now we're here yeah yeah Ford just seems so upset though because he was like all proud of himself for knowing Zaphod yeah, yeah. and he's gonna like show off to Arthur or whatever and be like and Arthur's like oh, oh yeah I know him too yeah <laughs> it's like yeah we met it's like, how you Earthling but 
Yeah, apparently he swung by a party on Earth and started flirting with Trillian, who Arthur was uh, talking to. Yeah. So I guess technically they had all met prior to this situation, except for Ford and Trillian. It's like a situation where Ford's at a disadvantage with knowing people. Yeah. But it's also just, like, weird because it's, like, the same, uh, I don't know, it seems like a random collection of people, but it's, like, somehow they've run into each other before then zaford is trying to calculate odds what was he doing that last chapter i can't remember what... i remember there's like this subplot about the robot that spits out a piece of paper but he um doing a calculation where you find the highest po- possible probability is infinity minus one and then you do yeah right <laughs> it was something like that and then you can find the chance of something happening meaning meaning the the heart of gold can actually work yeah i don't i don't quite remember where yeah, I, it was vaguely something like some like weird equation. Um, but yeah, I know. There, is there anything else you want to say about chapter thirteen? I mean, that's about it. They get escorted yeah. to the bridge. They all meet and realize and then, they've uh, met before. Yep. And then they try to. And then they kind of somewhat explain the uh, infinite improbability drive to Arthur, I guess, more than Ford. Yeah. Well, I mean, Ford doesn't exactly know what it is, but he's he knows the concept. Yeah, it would be like someone in. Someone fell asleep in 2012, then woke up with a switch. They're like, oh, wow, wow, the Wii U looks good. He's like, oh, you poor boy. Yeah, or it'd be like <laughs> like explaining like nuclear power to someone in the 1700s versus someone today. It's like, oh, I know that's a thing that exists. I might not know all the details of it. Whereas yeah. someone in the 1700s would be like, uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> nuclear? Yeah. What? Yeah, that was uh, another one of those sh- short chapters, I think, mainly filled with dialogue, because it's just all the characters talking and stuff about... Things. Yeah, it's like the four of them all being in the same room at the same time. Yeah. For the first time. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. Or five, if you count Marvin. But yeah, <clears throat> interesting chapter. Chapter 14. Yeah, so we've just done the, like, just boosted up the probi- uh, infinite improbability drive. And that was interesting. The night of space. I wonder if it yeah, just means, like... I mean, I guess... Yeah, I didn't think about that. I mean, I guess they just get tired. And it was, like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe it's standardized, maybe it's not. But it's, like, the ship... Yeah must like simulate like night, high, nighttime in some high way enough like tech that it probably could do that with like fancy lighting yeah yeah i mean that that wouldn't be too hard but yeah it's it's talking about how they're all like struggling to sleep because they're they're contemplating how they're not they haven't been like yeah, selected randomly um, but they're actually just it's like yeah they had not been part of the uh, improbability brought together yeah brought together not of their own volition or by, uh, or by simple coincidence, but by some curious perversion of physics. Which <clears throat> is quite interesting. Uh, where it's just like, I guess, yeah. It's just these all these things line up perfectly. It's kind of like weird because it's like, if those, thing, if those coincidences wouldn't have happened, the machine wouldn't have picked them up. Which was also a coincidence that fed the machine, but then the machine... Yeah, it's weird because it's like uh, the chance they would all find each other also was improbable. In itself, it's improbable that yeah, it's hard to verbalize. Like, but yeah, <laughs> where I don't know. It does say in the next paragraph as the ship's artificial night closed. So yeah, it does seem to be yeah. It's like yeah, it's like a artificial. Oh, okay. So we do have like, confirmed night system that runs based on 
like the ship and yeah uh so it talks about what each person's doing and it says that trillian is looking at her her uh two white mice which are her only remnant of earth and like she's saying how like she never really intended or like expected to go back there but at the same time it feels weird to know that it no longer exists yeah yeah it's a weird sort of thing yeah now out of all of the human history it lies in uh, all all the history of earth it lies in arthur trillian some mice yeah i actually really like on uh it's page 75 for me i don't don't know if it would be the same in the middle of chapter 16 it's like it's a description of zephyr where it's like uh, the fact that he he had become yeah. president of the galaxy was frankly astonishing. Um, it's it's uh, Ford's yeah. what Ford is mm. thinking about, I guess, when he's thinking about Zephod. Um As was the manner of him leaving his post, <laughs> was there a reason behind it? There would be no point in asking. He never appeared to have a reason for anything he did at all. Uh, I, I I like the this description of. He attacked everything in life with a mixture of extraordinary genius and naive incompetence. <laughs> and it was often difficult to tell which was which. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was... yeah. yeah. Quite or the character. It's the bit where so there's the bit where it says And then of well, course uh, uh, he had turned into an unfathom- Arthur was unfathomability. Yeah, into an art form. <laughs> um yeah. It's quite funny um, as well. He's managed to take his just pure yeah. nonsense yeah. and make it something actually quite like enjoyable, I guess. Yeah. Right. His approach to life is like an art form. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then yeah, Arthur was just, the only one that was slept. actually able to He was to terribly sleep. tired. And that's all Arthur has. And the other three end up meeting on the bridge. And... They discovered what Zephod refers to as the most improbable planet that ever existed. Chapter 15. So this talks about what kind of Zephod was leading into the last chapter, where he finds, or has found, the most improbable planet. Um, This one is a a weird... I thought it, it stands out as a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy extract because it gives the page number which is 634,784 in section 5a entry Magrithia Magrithia yeah okay that's not yeah that does sound a bit better than Magrithia it's like a urethra magma yeah um so I think essentially it was this super rich planet um which is just a, a tax haven right uh, yeah it opens on this uh this whole excerpt from the guide talking about like the early days of the the galaxy and like forging an empire and becoming rich yeah. um and <laughs> some people becoming very rich was nothing to be ashamed of because no one was really poor at least no one yeah. worth speaking of. Which, yikes, yeah. 
Um, <laughs> Yikes. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But um, this this planet, Magrathia, ended up being uh, the headquarters of these people making custom planets for the ultra wealthy. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, like like made of gold, platinum or soft rubber. Um yeah, whatever people yeah. would order. Yeah. So it became yeah. So it was rich because it took money from the rich to make itself richer. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So it it's like it became the most rich because it's all the people that are crazy rich are spending all their money on custom planets. Yeah. But then the system broke uh, due to um, abject poverty. Um, yeah, it ended up like they were sucking up all the money, I guess, from yeah. the galactic economy. So the empire collapsed. And then it just kind of disappeared. Yeah, it's like obviously no one, they didn't have any customers anymore and they just like fell into the legend, I guess. Yeah. It's like yeah, no one, it's no one even believes that. In these it, enlightened it, it days, existed. of course, no one believes a word of it. Right. But we're about to find out that that might not be necessarily true. Yep. Well, okay. Cool, cool. And we, I guess we will find out in the next chapter. <laughs>